Sounding good, fish me. As always, my extra-dimensional fishbowl is in charge of the musical accoutrement. Also in charge of procuring the questions, I just answer them. I got the easiest job in the rope. On the show tonight, you'll never guess whose birthday it is. Unless I tell you it's the internet. My least popular opinion lately, by far, and this close to Halloween, who believes in ghosts? We will, uh, we will get there, my friend. But first... Another gem from my local newspaper here in Spokangeles, the Spokesman Review. And let me get into this story by offering this question. How fucked up do you gotta be to get kicked out of a Sherry's restaurant? I'm not sure if your local community has a Sherry's. They're a national chain, although I'm not sure they're everywhere. Sherry's... 24 hours, slightly better than Denny's, and a Sherry. I mean, you got, I've seen some fucked up shit in my time at a Sherry's. Never seen anyone get kicked out. Thank goodness for the spokesman review. This happened in Idaho, and the couple who got kicked out of Sherry's is actually on Instagram complaining all over the place. But they were kicked out of a Sherry's restaurant on Saturday in Idaho. Why? Because they were dressed up as Native Americans. And this is, we have a lot of Native Americans around here in the Pacific Northwest. And as if that wasn't offensive enough to them being just ridiculously fucking wasted and dressed up as Native Americans, they also, just, uh, just in case you're weren't quite sure what their Halloween costume was, uh, were they doing what they believe to be Native American war cries? You, you bet they were. You bet they were. Finally, a shift leader at the Sherry's finally asked the couple to stop, but af- after the couple refused to stop and kept making war cries to the server and a cook, who, by the way, were both Native Americans. And so if you've ever asked yourself the question, God, I I wonder how fucked up I gotta be to get kicked out of a Sherry's. There's your answer, Fish B. Let's get into question one. Hit him with some magical transition. Magical. That was more than I even imagined, Fish B. I'm not sure if it worked, but it was, uh... It was something, as they say in the something business. Question one. Is Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vidman a spy? Now this is, this is just infuriating. That this guy, who is still active duty of the American military, he's, he's the fella, Alexander, who was testifying today behind closed doors in the Trump impeachment uh, gala. It's not yet an official inquiry, and I'm pretty sure the technical term is not a gala. I must have been sick that day in political science. But because this guy is the American dream, his dad, 
escaped Russia when he was three years old. Him and his twin brother, $750 in their pockets, made it to New York, accomplished the American dream. Dad's working multiple jobs, taking English at night. His son raises, gets his master's degree from Harvard, this guy. Was active duty in Iraq, an IED blew up his vehicle, Purple Heart recipient. And last night on Fox News, none other than Laura Ingram, or if you really want to upset her, Laura Ingraham. But Laura Ingram has amongst her dream panel to discuss whether or not this guy's fishy. Is he some kind of double agent? Uh, she's talking to none other than former Bush attorney within the White House, George W. Bush, John Yoo. If you know that name, John Yoo is the fella that wrote the memos that said torture is A-OK. As long as it's the United States of America doing it, then fuck everybody else. That John Yoo. They actually had the audacity to question whether or not this guy is, is, is an American patriot or secretly working behind the scenes as a double agent. Of all the shameful moments that have occurred on Fox News, especially in the last six months to the last year, this is right there, Laura Ingram, right there. Even every single senator, every House Republican today came out and defended this guy as a patriot who went up the chain of command exactly like he was supposed to. He has to go back to a job at the White House where there could be a box on his desk. I can't imagine it's going to be a very comfortable work environment going forward. But despite of all that, because he believed the President of the United States was making decisions not in the national interest, but was in his sole political interest, and even worse, he was endangering the nation, thereby all of us in the process. And Laura Ingram and John Yoo were on television questioning the patriot, the patriotism of this patriot, and that is a fucking tragedy. Question two, Fishby, Kitar transition. Does the fact that Facebook and Instagram, the same people, does the fact that Facebook and Instagram have banned the eggplant and peach emoji restore your faith in humanity? Is, is this story real? Is This is a thing? Like, Facebook seriously did this and Insta did this? How? How did they do this? Somehow, if it's in a sexual connotation, then it's not okay. Of course it's in a sexual connotation. It's an eggplant and a peach. But they've, they've, managed, to, they've managed to quell this non-problem. Meanwhile, mentally ill folks 
are going insta insane because Instagram refuses to have the foresight to privatize the likes. And I don't want to sound like a broken fucking record on this thing, but now it's me versus Instagram. And one of us has the resources to win and one of us doesn't. And I'll, I'll leave you to decide who has the, who has those, uh, those resources. Question three, Fishby, transition them. What's your most least popular opinion lately? My, uh, well, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> I'm pretty confident you can believe it. Not all of these opinions, uh, the point of the show is not for you to agree with everything I say. If you agree with everything I say, I question your intelligence and your ability to even press play on listening to the show. This sh the purpose of this show is to make you smile, is to make you think, and occasionally ask yourself, what the fuck? It's, it's a pretty simple formula, right? That's basically what we're about here at Bob's Fishbowl. But the two opinions lately that uh, garnered the most hostile feedback was my open letter to the Bernie Kratz to just stop. Bernie Sanders, despite all his money in the bank, has no chance of ever being the president of the United States of America. And I, I won't go into all the reasons why. We, we've been there and we've done that. But uh, the Bernie Kratz were, weren't feeling that. Uh, ice cold take. And uh, also my theory that a thoughtful gentleman in the privacy of his own home, not in public, that would be gross, but a thoughtful gentleman in the privacy of his own home sits down to urinate, thereby preventing what I like to call the man jazz, the, the, it, it's inevitable, despite the best of intentions, if you're urinating, standing up, the chances of a cacophony of, uh, that I've simply dubbed man jazz is a 100% possibility. Many a man disagrees. Somehow, the thought of doing that, I'm not gonna pee like a girl, you idiot. I, I'm not quite sure. I under I, I understand that logic, but you're gonna you're, you're you're not you're not willing to quote unquote pee like a girl, but you are willing to clean like a 14th century slave. Okay, all right, that's on you. Next up, Fishby. As a chicken wing aficionado, yes, I am. I, when it comes to all things chicken, this really is my power alley. As a chicken wing aficionado, ranch or blue cheese? Oh, this is, uh, this divides the wing community, and it shouldn't. And as the unofficial leader of the wing community, ranch is for people that are too scared of blue cheese. Blue cheese is, is a superior dressing for everything 
except for french fries, tater tots, and corn dogs. If you're not having a french fry, a tater tot, or a corn dog, then the answer is blue cheese. Ranch is for people that aren't, uh, I'm not going to insult you anymore, but you get the point. You get the point. The answer, blue cheese. Next up, Fishby. celebrating the 50th anniversary of the internet. Ah, yes. Did you know the 50th anniversary of the internet was today? Yesterday, of course, the 100th anniversary of the 18th Amendment ending prohibition, a great day in America. Uh, Internet, also a great day for America, despite all its downsides and my insta-anxiety over the like thing. Uh, so how am I celebrating? Well, well, once again, I'm told that if tonight's show is, is, is extra special and extra good, there's a chance that now given it's not likely it don't, don't, don't set your hopes too high. I like to, I like to go with the old, old promotions maxim of under, under promising and over delivering. So, so there's a chance Tonight's show might be on the internet. And then, and then also, even though, now this is going to get way too personal, and I hope this person never, ever hears this, but, but there's, there's this young woman I know, and, 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 we, and we get along fine, and, and she, she, works at a, she, works at a, she works at a watering hole. And uh, uh, she, uh, she, ha- she has a good look to her. She, she has a nice look. But she also, she's a big Donald Trump fan. Like you could, you could go in there sometimes, and she's she's wearing a Donald Trump shirt, which which in Spokangelis is acceptable server attire. Uh, she also has she also has her very own MAGA hat. So uh, my ultimate dream for celebrating the 50th anniversary of the internet, uh, I would like to put on all my Black Lives Matter shit. And then, I, and then I would like to get uh, uh, my friend at the watering hole to put on all her Donald Trump MAGA shit. And then I would like to make a pornographic film that shuts down Pornhub for weeks. Are you with me, Fishby? Okay, yeah. Um, uh, in fairness, we have, we have, again, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, de- I'm, deter- I've learned that, uh, I'm I'm now allergic to sex somehow and and I'm horribly horribly scared of women but I will I will make an exception uh for this for this, for this. No I have lots of I have lots of women that are that are, that are friends so some of my best friends are women some of the most beloved people in my life are women but when it comes to uh crossing any kind of romantic threshold uh, that's, that seems like other people's business. That's the, that's not the kind of thing that this podcaster has any desire to get involved in. Unless, of course, she's down with this idea. And I, I can't imagine that I'll even have the courage to bring it up. But uh, anyway, Kitar transition, Fishby. Kitar transition. Is the new Kanye album worth a listen? It's called Jesus is King. Uh, 
It's loosely based on all his uh, Sunday service stuff. Uh, it's barely an album. Uh, there's one good song on there called... Uh, I mean, it's Kanye, and and I like Kanye as as a musician. I, I think he's undeniably a, a one of the geniuses of this generation. But but there's 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 one song called "Closed on Sunday," and it has the refrain "Closed on Sunday, you my Chick Fil A," which is which is the kind of genius that can only come from Kanye. Although. I really don't like criticizing other people's faith because everyone's faith is unique. And that's, that's a great way to, to lose friends and alienate people. Was, was that a, that's not the name of the book, but it's close, right? But I'm very skeptical. Now, now, Kanye, at this point, speaking of religion, almost has as much money as the Pope between him and Kim K. All right? If Kanye's not donating every single penny of this... I am very, I mean, I'm suspicious of anyone who purports to, to speak on behalf of, of the creator of the universe. That, to me, requires an audacity, balls, and narcissism that makes me uncomfortable from, from the jump. I'm, I'm out on that. But if you're going to do an album about Jesus and you're going to profit on that album... And there really is a Jesus, and there really is a heaven. And again, I'm not in charge. I'm not guarding any heavenly gates here. But that seems like a one-way ticket to uh, to some extreme heat in the afterlife. But, I mean, again, what, what do I know? I'm 33% atheist, 33% agnostic, 33% Buddhist, and 1% Methodist just in case, and that's the... Methodist in me talking. Next up, Fishby, little bass, little bass. Yo, it's me, Fishby. Hey, Fishby. Yep. Have you thought about doing this show every other day instead of every weeknight? That way you'd have plenty of energy to touch yourself. Is there is there no bottom of the barrel for you, Fishby? Is there is there is is there no rung on the ladder that, that is that is that is too low for you, my friend? Um that's an interesting idea. Doing the show every other day? But I think there's a reason in show business that no one does a show every other day. It would, it would, it would, it would, it would free up a lot of time. Like, like there, there's a local event that happens sometimes at, at called called Pints and Politics, and I'm like, man, I would like to go that. Or, or there'll be something going on at at the comedy club, and I'm like, man, I, I would like to go get some stage time in that. But, but no. I'm here doing the podcast five nights a week because I love you and really for no other reason. But every other day, it, it, it has its merits socially, but it seems like a recipe to bleed listeners. And because we don't really promote the show or really, you know, have anyone else on that would promote the show, uh, it, it 
That just seems we we've worked so hard for every single listener that we have, and we appreciate you more than than, than you will ever know. It, it it gives me a reason to get out of bed. In so many ways, this show has saved my life. And if you weren't there on the other side of it, then then we don't have a show. Then we then we just have a dickhead in a studio doing nothing, essentially. Trying to come up with something that, but no, it's it's it would be nothing if uh, if you weren't there. So, uh, I'm tempted. I'm but but no no we're going with the we're we're a Monday through Friday operation, and that's just the way it's going to be. Sorry, Fishby. You're welcome to take more time off if you want. If all your questions are going to be about jerking off before the show, like honestly, like if you want if you want to take some time. Kitar! Actually, actually, scratch that. Latin triangle. You owe me, Fishbean. You know I love the Latin triangle. Would you like to apologize to Sean Hannity for short-selling his success? Now, we don't bring up Sean Hannity very often on this show. Maybe once every three weeks, maybe once a month when he truly does something that, that is just... Simply beyond the pale. But last time we were talking about Sean Hannity, and I mentioned he was on 570 radio stations. I was wrong about that. Apparently, the number has grown because, I mean, how can you have a radio station in this country and not have Sean Hannity on it, right? Uh, He's on 600 radio stations. 20 million daily listeners. In addition to hosting the number one show on cable news. And I so fear for our fellow Americans that Sean Hannity is duped into believing that his crazy batshit conspiracy theory mouthpiece propaganda for the Trumpster fire is is the only legitimate information in the universe and everything else is bullshit, right? I feel bad for those people. And, and 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 maybe I shouldn't, maybe you don't, but they've the power of marketing is a powerful thing. If you keep hitting the same message over and over and over and over, I don't want to talk about Sean Hannity anymore. Next question, Fishby. Just depressing. It's just just depressing is Sean Hannity. 600 radio stations, 20 million daily listeners just on the radio. That's 19,999,000 on most nights more than we have. So uh, maybe the universe is fair. Maybe it's not. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Next fish be more Latin triangle. Can you unlock the mystery behind the Air Force's mystery space plane? Uh, no, no, I can't. But I, I, I do happen to have this AP story in front of me written by the legendary Marsha Dunn. No idea. Uh, Dateline Cape Canaveral. The Air Force's mystery space plane is back on Earth following a record-breaking two-year mission. 
the X-37B, they're going to want to rename that fucker, landed at NASA's Space Kennedy's early Sunday. The Air Force's mum, not to be confused with British mothers, they're in America, that means quiet. Uh, the Air Force's mum about what the plane did in orbit after launching aboard a SpaceX rocket in 2017. The 780-day mission sets a new space endurance record for the reusable vehicle. It looks just like the space shuttle, only it's one-fourth the size at, uh, at 29 feet. So, okay, yep, Mis mystery solved. What it, what it, what it does, what, what the plan is here for our shadow space program, I have no idea. Baseline, Fish B, baseline. Or excuse me, bassline. You're right. Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, here we are. Here we are very close to Halloween. I have a... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm of split opinion on this. And, and no, I don't believe in ghosts. I am a, a, an avid believer in the active imagination of way too many people. And you can... You know, see what you see and hear what you hear and doesn't necessarily just 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 because your perception is your reality doesn't make it reality. That said, uh, I do believe uh, I have a guardian angel and that, that seems to uh, uh, those ideas don't seem to go together at all. At all. I mean, how could I how could I not believe in ghosts and believe that I have a guardian angel? And and I'll, I will tell you this. I was scared by ghosts one night and one night only in my life. And and this was a few years ago. I had a horrible uh, a pneumonia infection and and it spread to my heart. And, and, and my heart started shutting down. It was heart failure. And I was, I was in the ICU for a couple of weeks. And, and once I finally got out of the ICU, I don't know why the nurses started telling me that this, this old-ass hospital I was in was, uh, was haunted. And, and I think it was all the, all the medication that I've been on. And I was so out of it after being in the ICU. And I was, I was just, I was so, you ever been in the ICU for two weeks? It's the best fucking shower you've ever taken in your life. So when you get out of the ICU for two weeks, but, uh, uh, at, at the, at, at the end of my room, solo room, obviously, cause you know, there's not with my ego, there's not room for anyone else. So I'm in, I'm in the solo room and then, and then there's a curtain that they pull back. But then on top of the curtain, there's probably three feet of mesh, I, I assume for fresh air. And so they can hear my screaming. Uh, but all night long, uh, 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 the, what looked like demons, I'm sure it was just an overactive imagination and the medication, but I saw so much horrifying shit, like, like, just my brain was, was connecting and, and making, it was making images, it was a Rorschach test of sorts, I, I, I get it, there, there probably weren't any actual demons hiding in the mesh of my hospital curtain, but that's, that, that, that's the only time 
I have uh, I have ever been scared by a ghost. And oh, there's the music. There's the music that means we've reached the final question of the night. As always, belonging to our 11, 11, our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah, the tiny player. Trust me, he's nine. I know how old he is. Uh, the art, it's the last time I had sex. Believe me, I know. Uh, the artist, that's a joke. The artist, formerly known, no, what, what the fuck? Why am I all over the place? Uh, I, talking about these ghosts got me screwy. Uh, did, Isaiah writes tonight, did you hear what your 16-year-old daughter wore to a Halloween party this weekend? Oh, oh yes, I have. Now, usually my fatherly advice is worth its weight in gold. And when I was asked what would be an appropriate costume for a high school Halloween party where there'd be lots of alcohol, I, uh, I, I, I suggested a frumpy dinosaur. Like... A frumpy dinosaur, that's a winner, right? But no, my 16-year-old high school daughter goes... Now, she operates on a lot of slack because she has a 4.3 GPA. So until the GPA dropped, like, she has more freedom because her grades are real good. But she uh, she dressed up as a, as a sexy devil. A sexy devil, which is... Um, not uh, not not near as appropriate as a as a as a frumpy dinosaur, I think. I'll just just say. And now, my friends, sorry, I almost got into it a second ago. The artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego. Now we simply call it the finale. For me, it's for former Attorney General Jeff Sessions is sniffing a comeback. He's gonna run for Senate. Remember the good old days when he was like a normal Attorney General? Weird. Virgin Galactic had a $1 billion IPO this week. Space tourism, it's coming, maybe. Winona Ryder is only 48 years old. Stranger things go Winona. An LA judge says Elon Musk is still getting sued for calling a Thai cave diver pedo guy or pedo guy or whatever. HBO has canceled the Naomi Watts Game of Thrones prequel. They, they, they paid for the pilot, but they don't want it. Yet, they've greenlit House of Dragon without a pilot. No idea when that's actually going to happen. Probably a few years down the road. And lastly, a 14-year-old girl punched an adult in a Trump costume in Collier County, Florida. A county I know well, because that's where Naples, Florida is. And I used to live there. It's very bougie. And ordinarily, I would never, ever, ever encourage a 14-year-old girl to punch a full-grown man in a Trump costume. But based on everything I know of Collier County, odds of this guy being a douchebag are better than 50-50. I'm anti-violence. I'm, I'm Gandhi. I'm Gandhi here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he had it coming, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna dress up like Trump, you open yourself up to random attacks from 14-year-old girls. It's just the way it is. And that, uh, that's tonight's show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow because we're not adopting Fishby's bold entertainment stance of, uh, taking this thing every other day.
We just bleed listeners, Fishby. It's not worth it. We we work too hard to get them to fuck everything up now. This is like show number 357 or 358. It'll be it'll be two years of five days a week come January. Like let, let's not rock the boat. Other than by rocking the boat with incredible content, like when Tongaleo says goodnight. Say goodnight, Tongaleo. We'll be back tomorrow. Ha, ha, ha.